starting in verse 18, Matthew 1. Let's stand in honor of God's word, Matthew 1. Starting in verse 18. Everybody ought to be standing now. If you decide to break it up on your phone or on some other apparatus or your uh, book Bible, yours might read a little differently. We're reading from the New American Standard Version. Matthew 1, starting at verse 18. It reads as follows, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows, when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to give her away secretly. For when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who had been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sin. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. We're going to Philippians 2. Philippians 2, starting at the first verse. Philippians 2, starting at verse 1. Again, from the New American Standard Version. It reads as follows. Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ... If there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do not do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but of humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. Other versions read, let this mind be in you. That is also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6, who although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant. And being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance, uh, in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Will you help me out with this? Will you turn to somebody and say, neighbor, on today, on today, we are going to learn. We are going to learn what happens. What happens when we go? When we go with our first mind. With our first mind. 
before you be seated, let's pray. Father, we do now honor you and we give your name glory. Father, we do thank you for another preaching, teaching moment. God, I don't count it lightly. I don't sit here and, and act like I've grasped everything or I got it all on lock. Father, if I don't stay connected to you, God, I will sit here and make a fool out of myself. So, Father, we pray even now, oh God, Father, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto your sight, oh God. Father, we pray even now, God, that you would speak to your people, oh God. Father, let this shut up and you speak up, oh God. Father, let the Holy Ghost rule, reign, and prevail in this place even now. God, we declare and decree that, God, our minds will be reset, will be reestablished, will be re motivated, oh God, to do what it is that you call for us to do in this season. And Father, we declare it to be so. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Let everyone say amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an almighty God. What happens when you go with your first mind? If anybody is like me, you can sit and try and make a decision about something. And then when that decision turns out to not quite be right, you may say something like, I should have followed my first mind. Anybody ever say that? We sit and we say, I should have followed my first mind. And, and, and as I was sitting and pondering today, I had all kinds of things. I've learned from God that if I sit and wait long enough on God, God will come through and give me a word for this house. But the interesting thing about it is, you all, sometimes I might want to follow my first mind. And even in dealing with God, you have to be careful that you don't follow your first mind and you wait on his mind. Because if I follow my first mind, this would not be what I was preaching today. Because I thought I knew what was supposed to be preached today. So I'm sitting here, I'm preparing, I got notes out, I'm doing what it is that I'm doing. I get up, I'm brushing my teeth, and I hear the Lord say, don't follow your first mind. I said, don't follow your first man. <sighs> okay, God, what? And then God took me to the passage of scripture. Since we are, we, we are now in the Christmas season, right? Well, according to the stores, we was in the Christmas season back in September. Anybody go in the store in September and see stuff tucked in the corner right next to the Halloween candy? On display. You saw it on display. Can I tell you, I've been here 20 years. I still walk out of stores. If I walk in in a t-shirt and shorts, I walk in here. Just looks roasting on an open spot. No, I'm going to the house. You a lie. You a lie. Ain't no chestnuts roasting down here in Florida. I'm not. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. The devil. I'm walking out. Christmas lights on palm trees still is not right to me. Right. <laughs> not right. Something wrong with it. Just seems like it's just not spiritual or something. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> but since, since I am in Florida, since I do have Floridians as members, I'm going to act like it's right. But it ain't right to me. Can I just? Since we are in the Christmas season, God sent me 
Y'all quit talking about me over there. I hear you. Now y'all gonna call out all the stuff that ain't right. This ain't right to it either. Y'all leave me alone. But since it is the Christmas season and since uh, it is customary that preachers gotta figure out how to stretch out four Sundays out of only so many Christmas verses in a sermon. And I've never been a conventional preacher. You, you, right. It's very difficult for me to actually espouse to what it is that I heard growing up. And so I said, well, God, how is it that you're going to pull out of this the topic that you gave me? We're talking about Joseph. This, this starts out by saying the birth of Jesus Christ. How is it that you're going to pull this out? And he said, if you consider the fact that if Joseph had followed his first mind, what would have happened? Think about it. If you look at the scripture, the scripture says that when Mary came and said, guess what? I have some news. Okay, okay, Mary, what do you want to tell me? Well, you might want to sit down. Mary, we got stuff to get ready for the, I got to get your, you know, they, I got to look into the diary that they're supposed to be giving me. We got to go for the census after we get married. You might want to sit down. Okay, okay, okay. Mary, now y'all know I got an imagination, so you just have to go with it. It's sanctified. It's sanctified. It's holy now. At least it's going to be holy today. I'm talking about first minds and all that. Talk. He sits down, and, and Mary says, um, we're going to have a child. Well, yeah, man, we, we already talked about that. We're going to have children after we get married. <laughs> no, you don't seem to understand. I'm pregnant. You're what? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Now, we thank God that this is not modern day Joseph from down in the bird. <laughs> Because y'all already know how that would have jumped off. <laughs> I'm sorry, you what? <laughs> Whoa, wait. You know how much money I put down for? Wait. It ain't mine. Whose is it? Who? Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. How far along? Are, it don't matter. We ain't right. did nothing. Right. Whose is it? Right. We thank God that that's not the case here. But what would have happened if Joseph followed his first mind like many of us do? Now we sit and we say, I should have followed my first mind because I always thought that the first mind was the holy mind. Right. I, I thought about that until God dealt with me today. I need y'all to take your phones and I need you to go to Genesis for me. I, I, need, I need you to go to Genesis for me and, and, and let's 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 travel to we'll go to the second chapter. We'll start the second chapter. I promise you I, I, I really am to the best of my ability not gonna be long but I'm gonna say what God will want me to say. Genesis the second chapter and Seven verse, seven verse. We can go there. We can just do the seven verse. Second chapter, seventh verse. We already know that 
at the uh, end of the first verse, oh, excuse me, the end of the first chapter, in chapter 27, it's verse 27, I promise you. Uh, Genesis 1, 27, don't go there. It says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We already know that. If you look at Genesis 2, the seventh verse, it specifically says, I'm giving from the New American Standard Version, Then the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Everybody got that, right? Everybody got that. So we see here that God created man. If man had not sinned, Man would have kept the mind that he was created with, which was a holy mind. Right, right, right. But after that, if you go into verse uh, chapter 3, that's when we start dealing with the fall of man. That's when uh, 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 Eve went, ate of the fruit, brought the fruit to Adam. Uh, God said, where are y'all? Because y'all, you know, now you know you, you, you are naked. Where are you all at? And Adam said, it's the one you gave me. That went over there. That's what... Okay, Tina, hold it. Because she's about to fight in the corner. Let me put a pin right there. Ain't got nothing to do with this sermon, but I want to help you all out with something. Regardless of the fact of Eve being the one that ate of the fruit, he told Adam was Adam. the one that got the commandment. Right. So if Adam had still followed the commandment, right. we wouldn't be in the boat that we in. Right. Boom. Okay, That's I'm good. done. You did that. You said that. But since they both ate of the fruit, then they both sinned. So now scripture says, that we are shaped in iniquity when we are born. Mm. We are born in sin. So our first mind is not a holy mind. That was Adam and Eve. Our first mind is a sinful mind. I see where she's going with that. Did y'all get that? So the first mind you're born with is a sinful mind. Wow. That's why good folks go to hell. If they're not saved. Because your first mind. Is a sinful mind. That's why the first thing. Joseph thought about was. And well the law says. I, I love her. But I can't. So I'm going to just put her away quietly. I'm going to quietly divorce her. Because he had already. Uh, engaged himself with her. So in essence back in that day. It was just like they were married. So to put her away, he couldn't just put her away and walk away. He was able to file a bill of divorcement because if he thought that she had stepped out on him, he had rights and privileges to do so according to the law. If he had followed his first mind. You all, when we sit and we say, I should have followed my first mind, does not necessarily mean I understand it's the same. I get that. I understand that. But oftentimes we say that when the second thing that we do doesn't turn out the way we want it to. Not because it's the worst thing that could have ever happened. It just didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Let's think about it. Let's use an example. Uh, 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 you, you got two different ways to get to a location and you choose to go a second route as opposed to a first route. And then you go the second round, you end up being in traffic. What's the first thing we say? I should have followed my first round. 
Not realizing that had you gone the first route, you might have gotten into an accident. The reason why we say I should have followed my first mind is because the second mind or the second option that we chose tends to be one of inconvenience to us. It's not easy. It's not one we would have chosen for ourselves. What? If I had known this about this job, I wouldn't have took it. I should have followed my first mind. But for some of us, we follow the mind and say, look, this is going to get me paid. I'm going to take it. What? They, they approved my loan? Let's talk about back in the, the mortgage days when they were approving these uh, 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 two and $300,000 uh, loans for houses that folks can pay for. They going to approve it? I'm going to take it. Tell the truth. That's what people were doing. 200, 300,000. And so that's what, that's how folks start losing their houses. Y'all remember Extreme Makeover? Yeah. Anybody sat there and said, I sure wish they would call me for a house. Uh-huh. Do you all realize that many of those folks that put Extreme Home Makeover don't have their houses now? Because they said they would be able to get the house free, and they did. But they weren't paying for the taxes. <coughs> They weren't paying for those, those electric bills for and five, but well, what we're going to do is we're going to put heated floors all through your house. You got to pay for all that. They weren't paying electric. They weren't, they weren't paying the water bill. We're going to put you a whole water uh, display. Yeah, waterfall in your back. You're going to have a safari. You got to pay for that. And the property taxes. So these people lost their houses. And I'm sure they, if they had known what they were getting into, they wouldn't have done it. But oftentimes, you all, we get into a place where we feel as though our first mind is our best mind. Well, what happens? What happens, you all, when we go with our first mind? The first thing that happens is you think you're always right. Lord, a hush fell over the room. If anybody's like me, you might not be like me. Maybe you need to pray for me. (laughs) But if anything seems like it's a ride, do you sit there and say, now that shouldn't be that way. They shouldn't have known they should have done such and such. Now see, they know they could have done better if they had done such and such. Without you knowing the whole story. You, you, somebody sitting there and they didn't go through the, the, the uh, turning, um, the turning arrow. Anybody ever get stuck behind somebody who decided to stop right as the light turned yellow? Apparently everyone in the room. And you sat there and say, yeah, ow! Now I got to wait. But you don't know what happened in that car ahead of you. But we'll sit there and say, you had all that time to go through the life. But you don't know what happened. We had no idea what occurred in that life. But because it inconvenienced us, we feel like we were in the right. We telling them what they could have done. And we don't know whether God put, was the one that prompted them to put their foot on the brake. To stop you from hitting somebody down the street that you weren't going to see. 
but we always feel like we're in the right when we deal with our first mind. What else happens when you go with your first mind? You feel like you have the right when you go with your first mind. You feel like you have the right to feel the way you feel. You feel like there, there, there's nothing wrong with you doing what you do, feeling what you feel, saying what you say. I got all rights and privileges to do all this. Because I am who I am and this was done to me and so on and so forth. And you all, we forget all about supposedly being here on Sunday. Come on. If I were a writer, I would use my I'm not making fun of him, but y'all was sitting there rocking with him. How he would do the runs. How will you not, yo? Because y'all know y'all gonna mess him up if y'all try to. Ah, 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 ah. Y'all know y'all do that at the house. Y'all don't mess up my sanctuary like that, y'all. I mean, head back. In. Then y'all come in. No matter who I would we. I heard y'all. Oh my God. <laughs> you ain't no good. No good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not rude. That's rude. <laughs> we'll sit there. No matter who or what we are, we must praise till we get outside and feel like somebody done tried us. Oh, y'all talked up there, didn't you? And then what is what is our justification? They ain't had no business trying me. They ain't had no business getting on my last nerve. They ain't had no business coming at me like that. I didn't send for you. Don't come for me. But when you realize that sometimes you just need to be quiet and take a step back, it's not what you perceive. So not only do you think that you're always right, not only do you have the right, but what happens when you go with your first mind is that you think that your righteousness is right. What do I mean by that? <clears throat> Minister Adrian and I used to joke and we would call folks high say you ever meet some folks that no matter what you did, they can always out, out, out praise you. You speaking in tongue, they can out talk you. You dance and they'll look at you. They always gonna outdo you in something. You in worship, they gonna outdo. When you go with your first mind, you feel like your righteousness is right. But the last I looked at my word is that even at our best, our righteousness is as a filthy rags before God. But when you go with your first mind, you feel like your salvation is the only salvation that's going to get folks in heaven. When you deal with your first mind, your first mind causes you to feel as though you've already reached the upper echelon of holiness. And there's nothing else that you need to do to get there because you've already attained. That's what your first mind will cause you to do. It's what your first mind will cause you to think. But here's the deal, you all. The last I checked, Romans 7 and 18 says, For I know within this flesh dwells no good thing. Ain't nothing good up in this piece. Nothing. So 
no way for us to ever feel as if our right will ever be right. Notice how I keep saying our right. Because there's a difference between our right and God's right. You all, our right will never be right. But as long as we feel as though our right is, we'll try and hang on to our right as long. And, 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 and here's the deal. God, I hear you. If we get paired up with somebody that don't know better, we can sit there and talk about talk about it all day long. Well, see, here's what your problem is. <laughs> your problem is you haven't completely surrendered. You haven't either. You just heard somebody else say it. <laughs> And you know how to say it. You just need to surrender. I perceive what that means better. Perceive. We use deep words and don't know what they mean. And do you all realize that when you use those words, use those phrases, use those sayings, you are holding yourself accountable to what you're saying? Bet y'all will shut your mouth. You all will hold yourself accountable to what it is you are saying about somebody else. Because you are acting as if your right is right. That's why the scripture says in Romans 12 and 2, Be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? We got some transformers that need to occur up in this place. What they say, transformers more than more than meets the eye. Oh my gosh. That's, that's transformers, right? More than meets the eye. Some of us looking like something on the outside, but we're really something else on the inside. That's what happens when we go with our first mind. Because that mind, that first mind, that carnal mind, that one that we're born with, is only looking at what we can get from me. I just had this conversation. I remember back in the day. Y'all remember back in the day, maybe you were younger or whatever, when folks on the block knew each other. And if you didn't have something, you could go down to their house and get it if they were cooking or something like that. And they would get it back to you or whatever. You could trust your kids to go to somebody else's house and know they were going to come back home. You could, Somebody could say, listen, I need to run to the store. Can I borrow? your car because my husband ain't back yet you can take your car and know that they were going to put gas back in your car before you got it back yeah but it ain't like that anymore but back in the day it was like listen I need some sugar big mama cooking and she needs some sugar can we get a cup and we'll get it back to you when we get to the stove not the store the stove Come on. Look, we just got a whole mess of greens. They didn't call it a bushel. They called it a mess. I got a whole mess of greens. Y'all come on down here and get you a bowl. Now, I heard you got a mess of greens. Well, I got people coming over so I <laughs> Ain't nobody been in that house for 14 years. You talking about I got people coming. 
But you are, when we get to a mind and get to a place where we're like Colossians 3 and 2, where it says, set your mind on the things above, not on things that are on the earth. You all, okay, <laughs> we always want to blame TV, blame what the kids are getting at school from their friends. And, you know, we always say, I don't know where you got that from, but you got, here's the problem. All of us were born with a carnal mind. What it is that's on TV, on phones, in games, that's at school, that's at your job, all of that is proliferating what it is that's already in us. You can't blame the kids, friends. I didn't bring them up that way. No, but they were born that way. They were born with a sinful mind. So then, if this is what happens when we follow our first mind, what happens when you have the mind of God? Let me go ahead and say this so we can get out of here. Let's look back at our scripture on today in Matthew 1. What happens when you have God's mind? You act as if uh, you act like Joseph did in this passage of scripture. The first thing that happens when you have God's mind is that you hear God. When you have the mind of God, you hear God. That's what uh, verse 20 says in this passage of scripture. It said, after Joseph found out that Mary was with child, he was planning to send her away secretly. But then it says, but when he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. How many of y'all dream and remember what it is you dreamed about? Sometimes. Hmm? Bad ones, you remember the bad ones? God doesn't always speak to us in dreams. But God can speak to you any way he wants to. Sometimes he'll speak to you on a billboard while you're driving by. Anybody ever have that happen? Sometimes you can sit there and say, God, I don't know what to do. Turn on the radio and there's a song that'll speak right to your situation. But here's the premise. You won't hear none of that if you don't have God's mind. It'll just be a song. Be popping your. That's my jam, and God is speaking to you, and you ain't heard nothing. Sitting there trying to hit your. Ooh! Ain't heard jack! And God is speaking to you. When you have God's mind, when you have the mind of Christ, when you let your mind be transformed by the renewing of your mind, you will hear God speak. Joseph wanted to know what it is, what was the right thing to do. And even though he was planning to do what the law said was permissible to do, God wanted him to be in the perfect will. So he sent his angel to say, no, that's what you're not going to do. Don't be afraid to take her. Because the child that she has is a precious child. It's a special child. It is conceived by the Holy Ghost. She didn't lie to you. Is conceived by the Holy Ghost. When you have God's mind, you hear God. Not only do you hear God, you heed God. You heed God. What does it mean by heed? You do what it is God says. Because some of us hear, but we don't heed. He speaks loud and clear. And we act like this. What? What? What'd you say, God? Y'all know how we do. He speaks, and we don't do. And we sit there and say, I don't think God heard my prayer. God heard your prayer. God told you so, but you, oh, I don't think I like that option. What else you got? 
God's mind, you hear God and you heed God. What does the scripture say that Joseph did? It said he awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded. Then go back and say, now when you say take her as my wife, did you mean now or after we put the baby up for adoption because I ain't want nobody Y'all already know what I'm talking about. So when you say you want me to work with children, Nikki, did you mean other folks' churn or my churn? Because I can beat my churn, but the other folks' churn. Oh, God help us. That's facts. That's, that's, that's on the that's, that's on live. That's, oh, God. I'm not giving my number for that one because she did that. I'm not. I, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the premise is this. God will tell us to do something and we're going to sit there with all kinds of conditions and restrictions as to what we will and will not do. But then we want God to bless us without restrictions or limitations. When you have the mind of God, you hear God, you heed God, and the last thing is you help God. Help God. How does God need help? Look at the scripture. The scripture says in verse 21, she will bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. Well, what did we read in Philippians? Philippians says, when we read it earlier, it says that uh, for this reason also God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name which is above every name. What if he said, okay, I'm going to keep him, but I don't want his name to be Jesus. I want to be Joseph. Joseph Jr. So we can call him JJ. Y'all laughing, but y'all know how we do. I know I told Big Mama I was going to name him James after Granddaddy. But she don't went on now, so I'm gonna call him Edward. That, that, that's how we do it in natural. I mean, that's your that's your prerogative. But when God gives you a mandate, if you get out of your first mind, which causes you to feel like you're right, and say God must have a reason for me to name him the way I name him, so let me go ahead and name him the way I need to name him. Joseph could have done anything else other than what God told him to do, but he named him Jesus. Why is that? Because the scripture had already proclaimed that his name would be Emmanuel, which is God with us. And so Jesus, the Christ, Christ meaning king, Jesus, <laughs> you, you have to give him the name which the scripture says is above every name. Because at the name of Jesus, y'all come on musicians, I'm ready to go home. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue shall confess. It's not Buddha. It's not Muhammad. It's not any other name but the name of Jesus. When you follow the first mind, when you follow your first mind, you're going to mess up. But when you follow God's mind, you can be assured that you will do what God needs you to do. When you follow God's mind, you can be assured that everything will turn out the way God needs it to be. When you follow God's mind, you don't have to worry about messing up because God will tell you what he needs you to do, where he needs you to go, how he needs you to do it. 
need you to be. I would need you to dress. I would need you to drive. I would need you to walk. I would need you to talk. I would need you to live. I would need you to get when you follow God's mind. When you follow God's mind. But the only way to follow God's mind is to stop following your first mind. You know, we got to stop following our first mind. We got to stop following what we think is right and talk to the one who is right. And if you say, I talk to him, but he don't talk back to me, then maybe you need to see if you're out of position. You ever been on your cell phone and try to talk to somebody? And you look at your phone, you try to figure out why you can't listen to them, and you only got one bar. What do you do? Hello? Hello, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear you can hear me? You wait, wait, you still bring up. Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wait, wait, let me go outside. Let me go outside. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? You can okay, you can hear me now. You will get in position to hear somebody else. You will walk and get into a position to hear somebody else. But we won't want to get in a position to hear God. We want to stay right where we at. Well, I'm sorry. If I can't hear God's voice right here, then I guess I ain't going to hear him. But you want to hear him when it comes to stuff that you think will benefit you. I can't hear God. God don't talk to me like you talk to everybody else. You're probably out of position. Matter of fact, thank you, God. You out of range. If you can't hear God, you out of range. You need to make sure you get back in position. Get back in range so that you can get all your bars and you can hear from your carrier. Yes, yes, yes. Work it. Come back. Help me preach, Tina. Help me preach. No, you did that right. If you switch carriers and you don't get the best reception, you need to come on back. And can I help you all with something? God, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Sometimes when you go back home, you find out they give you bonuses for coming back. Where were you at? You you bought a device over there? We gonna, we gonna pay for your device yeah. while you was over there so you can come on back. You said what now? They were giving you what? Matter of fact, we gonna beat the, the, the discount they were giving you over there. We gonna give you a discount over here. Say what now? What? You need what? Oh, we'll throw in an iPad and another device for you just so that you can. Listen, when you go back home, you'll buy nothing even though you left it in there. I know that it's made that. He will bless you for going back But you can't follow your first mind. Tell the story and then I'm done. Last year, Around this time, we were having not challenges. No, we just had a real big deal with our carrier, our cell phone carrier. So I followed my first mind. I look, my daughter is upset. <laughs> Y'all pray for her. She needs deliverance. <laughs> I followed my first mind. I went down to the store. I said, look, this is what we got. Da, da, da. And they were like, oh, yeah. We got you. We can do this. We got that. How many, how many numbers you got? I got a lot of numbers on my, my plan, y'all. No, 
problem. Just cut it out. But we need everybody to come down here at one time. Okay. I done got on the phone. I done could route the troops. They done stopped what they were doing. They done came down. How long were we in the store that day? Seven hours. Seven hours. We got the worst service now that we have ever had. We spent all this time. They told us they were going to give us a whole lot of, you know, bonuses and things of that nature. You know, uh, uh, discounts on this, that, and the third. We're not getting the discounts. I'm paying. I don't even want to talk about it. How'd you know? <laughs> and that part. I want to say it on. That part. That part. <laughs> but see, isn't that what the enemy does? Oh, yeah. You hungry? I got some fruit for you. Come on now. It's, listen, you already hungry. Ain't no need of you going all walk all the way back to that garden when I got something for you right here. And when you eat this, I'm telling you, you're going to feel so good. You're going to be able to see better than you've ever seen before. Have you ever had this before? Yeah. Oh, y'all don't know nothing about this thing. They were talking up real good, y'all. And before you know it, You'll be farther in than you ever thought you'd go. You'll be deeper down and can't get your way out. You'll be farther out than you ever thought you'd be. And you'll still be trying to figure out how to get back home. So can I help you out with something on today? Stop following your first mind. And don't just say, God, take my mind. Because if you say, God, take my mind, but you're not willingly giving it, that's robbery and God ain't going to rob you. We always want God to do the work. God, take it, you take it. We ain't trying to give him nothing. We want him to do it so it's not a struggle for us. Right. No, I need, look, God, I need you to take this over. No, you need to know. I don't say, God, you need, he said, no. Quit sitting your tail in the, in the fast food uh, drive through Quit doing it. No, I'm not going to give you a taste for water. Drink it. <laughs> Can I just be honest? We want God to do all the work. What job can you go to where they do all the work and you get the check? Am I telling the truth? You got to do some work to get that check. And here's the crazy thing about it, and I'm done. Here's the crazy thing. We won't mind doing overtime because we know we're going to get more money. And we'll talk about the job kid on my nerve. Can't stand. Oh, they don't call me. I'm going to work. Because they'll give you money. But won't work overtime for God and he gives you life. Yeah. Overtime, regular time, little time, anytime. Won't give a jack. And he gives you life. Today, I want everybody standing on your feet. Everybody standing on your feet. Let's get out of here. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. From the oldest to the youngest, help your kids close their eyes and be quiet in this moment. Some of you all have heard God talk directly to you about you. 
and know that there's some things that as much as you say you love God and you want to follow God and I'm doing better, there's some stuff that you're holding on to for dear life to try and stay true to you as opposed to being true to God. And on today, I believe God is speaking to us because he doesn't want us going into 2020 with the same old mess. Same old mess you dealt with 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, some of us 2003. Same old foolishness, same old mess. Keeping us stuck there, keeping us stopped. But God's saying on today, I want you to give me your mind and let me replace it with my mind. Will it have you think differently? Yes. Will it have you do some things, challenge you in some areas? Absolutely. Will it reverse your taste and your appetite towards some things that are not pleasing to God, but they're pleasing to you? Sure will. But you have to choose to want to give him your mind. If that's you on today, and if you're saying that anything, there's something on my mind, I need to give my mind to God so that he can change my mind. You need to meet me at the altar. I'm not laying hands today. I want you to come in and surrender and bring your mind to the altar to give to God. If that's you, come on. 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 Because you got to do it yourself. So many times we want the preacher to do it. We want God to just do it without you having to work up, struggle with it. No, I know it's some other folks in here. You sit there saying, is my stuff enough to come to the altar with? Yeah, it is. If you had to think about it, then it's enough to come to the altar with. Come on. Father, we're to think on the things that lift you up. We're to think on the things that edify. 
glorify you. We're to think of the things that glorify you. We're to think of the things that give your name praise and honor. Father, we pray even now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would identify clues when the enemy is trying to show us a counterfeit, when he's trying to pass us a fake one. Father, we pray even now, God, that our ear will be sharpened to your voice. God, that we would know you when you speak to us. We would know, oh God, when it is you're telling us to go left or right. And God, not only that we would hear you, that God, that we would heed you, God. We would do what you say without a moment's notice, oh God. We would do it quickly, God. We would do it suddenly, God. We won't wait to see if you're going to change your mind. But God, change our mind so that we move quickly in you, oh God. Knowing, God, that if we do what you tell us to do, that we're helping you upbuild your kingdom like we committed to do as disciples, God. Now, God, thank you. Thank you for those, oh God, that committed and came to the altar of their own accord, oh God. Father, thank you for the lives. Thank you for sparing them up until this time to hear your word. Thank you, God, for what it is you're about to show them in their own lives. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father, we realize that it won't be easy. But, Father, nothing in this life is other than giving you our life. But, Father, the rewards are out of this world. And, Father, we give your name glory. We give your name praise. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Every head still bowed, every eye still closed if you're here on today. And if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, and if you want to know him in a real and tangible way, Will you come up to meet me right here? Stand up here on this podium with me. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, come and walk up on this podium with me so that you can be saved on today. If you're here on today and if you say, I had a relationship with Jesus, I came, I shook the preacher's hand, but I let life get in the way and I'm ready to renew my relationship with Jesus, will you come up on the altar and meet me here? Father, we thank you right now, oh God. Father, thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, Father. Father, we thank you so very much for your word. Father, we get ready to leave this place. Father, we pray that you will cover us. We pray that you will keep us, oh God. Father, let this word resonate in our hearts and our spirits, God. Let us be able to recite it, God, so that we know not to follow our first mind, but to follow the mind of Christ. Now may the grace of God, the love of Christ, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest rule and about with these people, both now and forever. Turn around and hug somebody and say, you better not follow that first mind. about three volunteers, three volunteers. Uh, his house is going to serve pizza at gunlight on tomorrow evening. One hour, one hour. I need you from 645 to 745. Thank you, Gwen. I need two more volunteers. Two more volunteers at the Young Life Center. Come on, two more volunteers. Two more. Listen, Mark. 645. All right, I got two. I need one more. All right, Nikki. All right. Anybody else want to come? That's fine. 6.45. 6.45. We start serving at about 7.10. So we out of there quickly. They start a club at 6.30. They start a club at 6.30. So we're going to serve the pizza and drinks. That will be our commitment to Young Life on tomorrow. Thank you all so very much.